You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we're here to talk about um, the space station and the new things that we're discovering on the fringes of our visible universe. Really? Really? <laughs> oh, oh, wrong show. Yeah, yeah. We've got a whole other show for that. We've got a whole other show for that. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's what I put on my science suit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wear a lab coat. Yeah. All right. That's cool. All Pull right. things up. Very good. Um, we are going to be discussing wide-base tires today for whoever wants to talk about that. If you want to talk about something else, we'll talk about something else. If you have a question for us, well, I've got some static in my ear today. Yeah, oh, well. I have just a little bit. I don't know why. I hope everybody can hear us. If you have a question or a comment, push one on your uh, phone dial. That will uh, put you up in the queue so we know you have a question for us. Don't push it twice because that will erase you. <clears throat> We'd hate to have you erased. There was a movie about that, wasn't there? The Eraser. The, eraser, the same way. My hero, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do impressions in your Don't do impressions? Career. It's not good. <clears throat> okay. I haven't given up my day job, so it's all right. <laughs> Okay, the, the subject for tonight is wide base or super single tires, and they're, and they're called differently by different people because they just want to do something different. And my experience with wide base tires is mixed. The intended benefits are improved fuel economy, reduced weight, and lower cost per wheel end for replacement tires. Under identical conditions, the wide base tire will produce improved fuel economy compared to duals. However, there are more and more standard-sized tires in the market now with rolling resistance numbers comparable to the wide-base tires. <clears throat> Reduced weight is a fact, but unless you can control your loads within 800 pounds, the benefit here is questionable. Liquid haulers are the most obvious candidate for this benefit. It is true that one wide-base tire can be replaced for less than two standard tires. However, if the wide-base tire wears out faster or has more rapid uh, replaced more frequently due to irregular wear, this benefit disappears pretty rapidly. In the age of rapid or irregular wear, we see com three common issues. Rapid wear on drive tires from a smaller footprint on the wide base tire compared to a standard set of duals. This is simply a function of horsepower and footprint slippage. Like any hot rod, the more you spin the tire, the faster it wears. And a wide base tire has a 25% smaller footprint than a pair of dual tires do. Second, inside edge wear close to the frame of the vehicle due to either loose wheel bearings or axle flex. Loose bearings are from improper adjustment procedures and the excessive axle flex usually is the result of offset rims. Zero offset rims should be used to avoid this problem, and any axle can use wide base tires if you use those rims. The two-inch offset rims are also accelerate bearing failures and damage to the bearing journal and the axles, particularly the outer bearing and journal. The third wear pattern we see is both shoulders on a wide base tire wearing. This is usually from excessive speeds causing distortion of the tire. 
Most tires in the 385, four and a quarter, and 450 wide ranges suffer from this problem. And the speeds where we see the starting to happen is anywhere from 55 miles on up, depending on the weight of the tread of the tire. If you're willing to operate within these parameters, the tires will perform reasonably as advertised. If you don't operate with them, you will have issues. Okay, that uh, pretty much sums up what I've seen. There's some more stuff if people have questions on it, we can talk about it. Um, Are we going to continue with our our quest to discover the true phone area codes? It's a fun game. It's a fun game? Yeah. Okay. I got no problem with it. Do you have a favorite state you want to be looking for tonight? (laughs) Um, Well, I could say right now, if I keep going for Iowa, I'll get one. You think so? (laughs) (laughs) All right. What phone area code do we have? Uh, 417. 417. I should know that one. It does sound familiar. But I have no clue. So I'm going to go for Kansas. Indiana. Indiana. Okay. It's probably Texas. We'll find out. Okay. Um, Are you there? Hello, 417. Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah. Sure. All right. Yeah, I, I can hear you just fine. I oh, can, now I can hear you better. Where Where's 417? What part of Kansas is 417? 417, that's a little, you got to go a little bit southern than Kansas. That's like downtown Springfield Mo. Springfield Mo. Springfield Mo. That's oh, why we should sir. Know. Yeah, we should know. Yeah. yeah, we're from the, we've been there. Okay, yeah. cool. What's your question today? So I've got like a whole laundry list of questions, but I'll start with the basics. I just uh, I got rid of a set of 24 fives off of this truck I'm at, I'm driving now. It's a it's a 03 uh, Century. Mm-hmm. Got rid of the 24 fives with a sweet deal. Uh, I, well, I thought it was pretty sweet. I got a set of wide singles. All the tires. There's like a, a X Line Energy One D on it. I got a brand new. Uh, uh, Michelin XDN2 on it, but I know that's like a 130 or 119, or 119 maybe. And then a couple of little, uh, uh, there ain't a litter made on here, is what I'm saying. Do I need to run these things out before I put new tires on it? And when I buy new tires, uh, what do I need to get and how do I price those? Because I've seen them priced from like 900 to 1400 um, is there like an outlet, a place to go where everybody else goes? And another thing is the offset on them. They're about a two-inch offset. Is there a, a one way or the other that I need to, to to put them? And how much air do I need to run in them? Because I've got 127 in each of them right now. Okay. Depending on the load you're running and the speed you're running at, I've seen guys successfully run anywhere from about 110 PSI in those to 125. Okay. So I run, I run real light. I run containers. I run an empty container, um, about 250 miles and then bring back, um, uh, offshore containers, uh, the 48 or 45 footers. And then I bring, okay. a, a a full one back, but it's very seldom do I get one that's over 20,000. Okay. Well, I, I would, I would be staying 120, 125 somewhere on that. That, that sounds like a good pressure for that load. Uh, as far as the offset rims, if you have the two-inch offset rims that are sticking the tires out further, 
you're going to have axle flex, you can have bearing problems, and you probably will have inside edge wear on that tire close to the frame. Uh-huh. If you can get zero offset rims, that would be ideal. Uh-huh. If you have already got the two-inch offset rims and you need to get some use out of them before you get rid of them, we've got several yeah, they're guys. Making circles. They're making circles right now. Okay. Then what some of the guys have done is they take the two-inch offset rim off and flip the rim around so that the extended port is toward the frame. Uh-huh. That, re- that reduces the flex in the axle. Now, the only thing you'll have to do is you're probably going to have to have the valve stem turned so it goes through the little handhole so it's sticking to the outside so you can air the tire up. Okay? But several guys have done that, have had great results. A couple of them even reported the truck handled better after they switched it because the axle wasn't flexing. Uh, Well, I don't don't have any. uh, From what I gather, this is my first set of uh, of wide-base singles, and I just love them. I love them to pieces. The only the only trouble that I've had is I've got one corner that if it's raining, um, I've got one one tire that if I'm if I'm not stopping normally, but if I'm just a touch aggressive with my brakes, mm-hmm. it will it it will lock up and the other three just come right after it. Man, this baby will try to trade ends with you. Um, that, but that's that just sounds to me like just a that that sounds to me like a brake problem as opposed to a tire problem. It does. Okay. You got too aggressive a brake material, or the adjustment on that brake is a little out compared to the other. I blame that as opposed to the tire. Okay. But it, it, yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking for knowledge. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Well, well, that's what I hear. What's what I see as far as what you've done. I have no problem with going to the wide base as long as you understand the limitations. How fast are you driving with them? Uh, I'm doing 58. I'm speeding. If you're doing 58, you're speeding. Okay, that's a good speed range for that tire. It'll like that a lot. So, yeah, I got no problem with that. Yep. <clears throat> Any other issues? Uh, well, as far as uh, replacing these, uh, all of these are mixed matched. Uh, I've got one, like I said, I've got one that's brand new. I've got one that's about half tread. I've got a couple that's like. Uh, or one that's uh, 10, 30 seconds, and one that's like 7, 30 seconds. So I've got like a, I've got like a 20% tire, a 40% tire, a 50, and then a hundred. Mm-hmm. That uh, doesn't bother me. I and and when you replace them, if you can replace pairs, that would be better. If you have to replace them one at a time, you replace them one at a time. Uh, that's not going to bother me from an alignment or tire wear position. Uh, as far as who about, you buy them from, go ahead. What about what about the stagger issue as far as running one that's uh, like seven thirty seconds on one side and one that's uh, a brand-new casing? The stagger issue is not as critical as it is when you're dealing with dual tires. If you mix the uh-huh. heights in a pair of tires, you're going to have a tire wear problem. But if you have a tall tire on one side of your axle and a short tire on the other, it's not going to cause a whole big deal. If you have all tall tires, let's say you had all 30, 30-second 30 tires, big tall tires on one axle, and you had tires on the other axle that were virtually worn out, that uh-huh. stagger could damage your power divider. So what you want to do is you want to kind of equal out the amount of tire tread you have on the two axles. You see what I mean? And if you have to have uh, a difference from one side to the other. So you, want, you, you would want to replace two tires on one side versus 
both tires on the front or both tires on the rear axle? Correct. So let's say you, you said you've got one 100% tire and one 10% tire, right? Right. And then you've got two that are about 40 or 50%, right? Right. Okay. I, I would I would put the two 40% tires as a pair on the same axle and put the 100% okay. and the 10% on the other because the average rotation between the 100 and the 10 is going to be about 50. Right. Now, once okay, so it really, a, doesn't, it really doesn't matter about tread depth. It's more uh, a percentage of tread left on each axle comparable yeah, to the good. other one. Yeah, you want to compare the rotation rates. You want to kind of even it out somehow. Right. Now, by putting a tall tire on one side of an axle and a short tire on the other side of the same axle, the difference in rotation rate will be taken up by the side gears in the diff. They're immersed in oil. They'll cool enough for the work they're doing. They should be able to handle it. But if you have tall tires on one axle and short tires on the other, the difference is taken up in the top of the power divider, and the only oil it gets is what's pumped to it. It'll overheat and eventually expand, lock up, and blow up. Now, if you have two 100s and two 40s. Ah. Now I would put a 100 on each axle and a 40 on each axle. Which side would you put the 100 on? I'd put the 100s on the passenger side to level up the truck on a crown road. There you go. Put the hundreds on the passenger side. Okay. Yep. Right. Right. Tall tires on the right side, short tires. So on when the you left. yeah, when you replace that ten percent tire, you're gonna want to have the one that right now is a hundred and the new one that you're replacing ten percent, both of those on the right side of the truck, and put those two forties on the left side. Yep. Well, as it were, I am exactly opposite of what you guys are recommending. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Tire guys that? don't understand. Tire guys don't understand the powertrain and the gears. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I, I'm a I'm a student. I'm a student myself. I just started listening to Kevin about six months ago, and you guys are blowing my mind right and left. Like everything I thought I knew is I've been reading. Well, if you if you read the manual from Dana or Meritor, doesn't matter which one, on their power on their gears, they will talk to you about matching tire heights in order to keep from stressing the gears of the power divider. And at one of the meetings for the maintenance council, we had some Dana guys and Meritor guys, and we discussed having four short tires on one axle and four tall on the other. And this is exactly what they told us to do. Put the tall ones on the right side, the short ones on the left side, and protect that power divider. I see. So if I had two brand new ones, they'd go on the right side, and two tens would go on the left side. Right. Sure. Makes sense. All right. And uh, the the last one I had was uh, as far as uh, replacing tires. Is there a good place to go? Uh, I can't advise you on dealerships and who gives the best price and who will give you the good service. That's if, not... if if I had a preference, if it's somebody on our list, then that would probably be the best place to go. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to go to our list, but but I don't speak to tire prices and who gives the best service. That's that's right. somebody else's business. Right. Where is your list at? You go to our website, and we have shops on our website on the shop locator tab of people who have our equipment and are on our way. And web- some of those people are tire dealers. The website is mdalignment.com. mdalignment.com. Right. Mad dog or yeah, mentally deficient alignment. Whatever. You know, MD alignment. MD. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, I appreciate the heck out of it. Thank you for your time. Have a good day. Drive safe. Thanks for calling. 
Okay, so Kansas in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, yes. Yeah. Kansas, Springfield, Springfield. Is that the same one? Is that don't type there until they're sure that's the right one. That's the one. That's it. Okay. All right. Good. We're we're keeping a record of all this so that we can figure out how many times we were wrong. Well, so that we'll know if he calls back. So there's that. Um. Too. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, that was let's see. White base had, tires. Yeah, we had five minutes worth of yeah. preliminary text. Yeah. And about a ten minute conversation on wide base tires. Wide-based That's tires. pretty good. I liked it. We stayed with the theme. Worked out real well. Okay, who's this guy from? Uh five seven zero, which five, makes it. Huh? Five seven zero. Yeah. Which is Yeah. Yeah. North Carolina. Um no, I'm not gonna go there. I'm going to Trinidad. Trinidad. Because I have no clue. <laughs> All right. Hello there. Hello. How's hey. the weather in Trinidad? Uh, Trinidad. Bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. where, where is 570? Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. It's Pennsylvania. 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 Okay, all right. all right. Well, that's northern Trinidad. I'll buy that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got today? Um, what I'm looking at doing is I'm looking at specking out a, tr- uh, a glider kit and specking out trailers. Cause what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be hauling double 48 on the Mass Pike and the New York Thruway going from mm-hmm. Mass to Ohio. And three days out of the week, I'm going to be hauling uh, about 40,000 pounds per trailer. And the other three days out of the week, I'm going to be hauling no more than like 16,000 pounds per trailer. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of curious on going either go with super singles or go with uh, duels because I'm going to be going into a landfill three days out of the week. Oh, you go into landfill, you better be ready for flats. Good year. Okay. Well, uh, Tirelina. Tirelina, yep. You could go to Goodyear. Goodyear has a. Duraseal self-repairing tire now, and it's available in different sizes, including their wide base tire. So you could look into that and see what kind of price they have for that. The other product you can look at, and this could go into anybody's wide base tire or anybody's dual, is a product called Tire Lina. You can look it up online. It's uh, L-Y-N-A, Tire Lina, and it's a liquid that goes into the tire. It will it will plug up to a half-inch hole. It will balance your tires, and it keeps the inside of the tire lubricated so it doesn't dry rot and crack. Uh, the the experiences we've had with it has been fabulous. So it, it's a product you could look at for somebody who's in in an operation where you get a lot of flat tires. All right. So having said that, let's go back to wide base or duels for a mixed load operation. How fast do you plan on driving? Uh, probably no more than 65 miles an hour. At 65 miles an hour, <clears throat> almost all of the wide base tires that I've seen will tend to stretch a bit and you'll get excessive shoulder wear on them because the speed is distorting the tire. Now, if you're going to tell me right. 60 miles an hour, I'd say, okay, no problem with the wide base. 65 gives me a little concern. 70, I just panic at. Okay? Okay. Then if you run zero offset rims, I have no problem with that. And then you need to make sure your bearings are kept tight. No problem with that. 
Dual okay. wheels, wide-base tires. I've heard mixed reviews on traction on adverse road conditions with the wide-base tire. But the majority of people I'm talking to about it says it really doesn't make any difference. Yeah, it's a little smaller footprint, but it tracks right through and they have good traction. So I don't get too excited about that. All right. Um, other concerns? I really don't have any other concerns. It's going to be a, to- a coin toss as to whether you're going to get enough fuel mileage savings. That's Yeah, that's the big deal. And weight gain to justify investing in the wide-base tires as opposed to, well, wait a minute, you're specking the trailer. You're going to buy it brand new, right? Yeah, glider that I'm going to be specking out that I'm going to, uh, and the trailers and the dollies are all going to be brand new. So I'm specking everything out. going to have to put in. Uh, i I got to admit that based on the things that I'm hearing, uh, I would probably do that. I'd, I'd probably go wide base. Disappeared. Did we lose it? We lost him. We lost him. Well, we're going to keep talking. He might be listening out there someplace. If it, what's that blue bar across the our computer screen say? Collar pin has dropped. Oh, okay, all right. We lost him. He he lost his signal, but we'll keep talking about it anyway. He'll come back eventually. Maybe he'll come back. Um, if I was ordering a truck and trailer, and and if I was willing to work within the parameters and and throw something in to give me some flat repair and keep my bearings tight, I'd order the truck with it. Yeah, because it's actually cheaper to order it with the super singles than it is with duals. You're buying less tires and less rims. True. Okay. Very good. Okay. So the guy from Northern Trinidad. Pennsylvania. Northern Trinidad, Pennsylvania. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. That's uh, all right with me. Let's move on. Let's go to the 561 area code. 561. 561. New York. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with Texas. Okay, you go with Texas. I'm going to New York. All right. The uh, two big states. Uh, hey, where are you from? Hello there. Can you hear me now? I can't hear anybody. Yeah, I maybe. Okay, so we're hoping that the problem is somebody you else, and not us. Yeah, uh, but we'll go ahead and put that back on hold for now and go back to it later. All right. And we'll go to the nine one seven area code nine seventeen. Nine seventeen. What do you think? I don't know. It's just not familiar. I'll say Florida. Okay, I'm going to go Colorado. All right. Hey, where are you hey, from? Florida, uh, New York. Pardon me? Well, New York. Yes. New York. New York? I was right yeah. the last time. You were the wrong caller. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think 561 is New York also. I think it's upstate New York. There you go. Okay. What can we do for you today? Uh, I'm, I'm having a shaking problem. Uh, well, six about if I'm going for more than 62, I'm having a shaking. The phone starts to shake. If I when I go off the accelerator, it shakes more. When I when I speed up, it shakes less. And like so that um, the tire where I'm getting on both on both shoulders, I'm getting it that uh, tire wear. Wait a minute. Let's talk about the shake. When it starts to shake, do you feel it in the steering wheel? Or in your feet? No. Uh, the, front, the front ends are still, the whole truck's supposed to shake. It's coming from the front. The steering but wheel you doesn't don't shake. Goes steering wheel is fine, but the whole truck shakes. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's it's coming out of the rear end. Or all the way up to the end. Yeah. It's something in your drive line is shaking. It's not in the front end of the truck. Okay. 
if it's in the front end, you feel it in the steering wheel. If it's if it's in the rear end, it comes up to your feet, and the whole cab shakes. Right. Ed, what speed did you say it occurs at? Six. 62 up to like 67. Okay. All right. You heard that? Yeah. It, it's it's a high speed range, 52 okay. to 67, somewhere like that. Okay. 62, 62. 62 50, to 60. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you could have a driveline angle problem. You could have a carrier bearing bad. You could have a bad recap. Um there's a lot of things that it could be, but it's in the rear end of the truck, not in the front. Probably, yeah, it could be balance. It could be brake. It could be, yeah, out around. Yeah, not not bad though. Obviously. How old a truck is this? We, we lost, lost him, him too. We lost him. All right, now we're still hoping that this is you having a problem and not us, but we never know. Yeah, two two callers dropped now. Yeah. Okay, um, what do we got? He was really cutting out. Five oh nine. Where? 509. 509. Yeah. I'm going to get up my crystal ball here, and I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to say that it's Utah. I'm going Ohio. Okay. Hello there. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. Yourself? Oh, hanging in there. I I was kind of like, I put a drop box on my truck, and... uh, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. First question is where where is your phone number from? Washington State. Washington State. Okay. That's right. I was closer than you were. True. <laughs> All right. What's your tire wear problem? Uh, on my drop axle, um, the first rib from the outside is wearing down. Just that one rib. Everything else is fine. It's one of your steer tires on the passenger side. Passenger side. And there's five ribs on that tire, counting from the outside to be the number one rib and then the number two. Is it the number one or the number number two? The number one rib. The number one. Does does your truck have a right pull? Yeah. Okay. And have you felt the tire to see if there's any feathered wear on the tire? You don't feel any feathered wear? No, I don't feel any feathered wear. What brand of tire is this? It's a Goodyear. Goodyear. Okay. Which one? Yeah, there's a good one. Okay. 617, huh? So it's a regional tire? You're not a line haul guy then, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Um, I would I would start off that we need to double check the alignment, make sure that the alignment's correct. Yeah. But the fact that you don't have any feathered wear that that kind of confuses me. And you do have a right pull. How how many miles right. are on the tire? Oh, I would say about about eight thousand miles on it. Miles. And you're already seeing wear on the outside edge. Yeah, and I already, yeah, and I already seen that. We're not really noticing that wear on that rib. Okay, well, now. The just hasn't shown up. Yet. Let's talk about the wear on the outside edge at 8,000 miles. Is it the whole rib or is it just the width of your little finger? 
it's the whole rib, all the way to the top. That one rib, the whole rib is the one that's wearing out. And it's all the way around the tire that's wearing, not just in one yeah. spot. Right, it's all the way around. Uh, I, well, I think you're going to need somebody to measure that up and, and see what's wrong with it. Yeah, because you do have a right how long did it take? Are you there? Hello? Hello? He might be trying to add that. We lost him. He's gone too. He's gone too. Well, with the, with the discussion that was going on in the background, he had something else going yeah, on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Okay, that was Washington State. Yeah, we've had three callers drop on us. That's just terrible. It, um, in a row. I'm surprised. I don't know what to say. All right, seven seven zero. Atlanta. 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 Well, I'll believe you. I remember it. Okay, are you there? Hello, Atlanta. Yes, I'm, I, I, you are correct. It is Atlanta. That's a good one. What's up, buddy? Very. Uh, all right, got a question for you. Along the same lines as the last caller, or caller before, um, between 57 and 61, got a vibration going on in the truck. Um, huh? okay. it, it, it's in the truck, but I feel it a little bit in the steering wheel. Um, haven't had an MD alignment in uh, about 200,000 miles, probably due for that anyway. Um just wondering if it's a suspension problem in the front, or are we looking at a suspension problem in the rear? Okay, you say you feel it mostly it comes up through your seat and the feet, but then you feel it a little bit in the steering wheel, is that right? It, yeah, in the, in the steering wheel, correct. Okay, so it's definitely a rear-end problem, because if it, it starts in your feet, it's a rear-end problem. It could be balance. Okay. It could be uh, driveline angles. Uh, what brand of truck is this? It's a Volvo 2009. Volvos, we don't have too much problem with, with the U-bolts because that would cause another problem. Um, is your air ride height the correct height? Have you checked that to make sure that's right? <laughs> well, funny you should say that. We had a leveling valve go out in the rear, um, which caused the truck to go up and not down. Um, change the leveling valve out in the rear, change the leveling valve out in the steer also. Uh, uh-huh. the, only thing that, the only thing that we have noticed is the airbags on the third axle seem like they're fairly fully extended versus the second axle seem normal. Okay. Well, you, yeah, you got a driveline angle problem. Yeah. Something ain't right. Right. Maybe your front okay. axle, your steer axle is too low. Now, on a Volvo, a lot of times that air ride control valve is between the two differentials underneath the fifth wheel plate. Is that right? Sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> okay. If that's where it is, and let's say the steer axle airbags are actually too low, well, if the front end goes down and the middle axle stays right, then the rear axle goes up and all your pinion angles are wrong. Okay. Well, now, the pinion angle, the rear should be tilted about 15 degrees greater than the front. 10, 10 degrees. 10 degrees greater than the front. 10 degrees. degrees it, one, it's, it's less than 13. Is that correct? Is that what I well, was told if the, that? Well, if, 
If the front one's at three, the rear should be at 13. So the bags should be taller than the rear. No, because the pinion angle should be set by the by the blocks in the axle, not by the airbags. That's true. Okay? If your rear okay. airbags are significantly taller than your mid-drive axle airbag, something's wrong with the whole slope of the truck. And if okay. the front end is too low, that would justify it. So you okay. need to figure out how to get your, get your airbags the right height, and your problem might be in the front end with that front airbag. Uh, front air valve replacement. Okay. Okay. Because, okay. yeah, it, it, and it just started here just within about 500 miles, and I couldn't figure out what it was. So we're we're looking at a um, driveline issue then is what you're saying. Yeah, driveline issue, and it might be coming from your front suspension if your front's got the airbags. Well, yeah, the, it, the front does have airbags too. So, But it could be the rear airbag as well, correct? Right, it could be anything, but you gotta you gotta get your truck level again. And if your rear airbags are taller, the front the truck is sloped downhill toward the front. Yeah, and that's okay. not good. Okay, and that would and that would cause it at a higher speed to do that. Well, yeah, to vibrate. because your drive yeah your driveline angles are wrong, and as they increase revolutions, then the harmonics start building up at higher speeds. But after sixty two miles an hour, it fades out. Yeah, it'll go through a phase. Okay, okay. All right, perfect. Yep. Thank you so much for your help. You bet you. Have a good day. No problem. Good luck. All right, you too. We got through that call. Right. And, yeah, no problems. All right. Now, this one's another 561. I wonder if it's the same one to call. No, it's not the same one. They're still there. So 561 was, that was, I said it was New York. No, it was Pennsylvania. Yes, you said it was New York, and then the next one actually was. Yeah. And this one, we did or got to talk to the guy. Right. Okay. So 561. Pennsylvania. Virginia. There we go. Okay. No. All right. Hello there. there. Hello. Do you hear me? I can see you now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, 561. Uh, that's a Florida number. Florida. Southeast Florida. Well, I was closer than he was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in up, Kansas buddy? right now, though. Um, hey. Well, I got, I've got a 2015 Freightliner uh, cat. Uh, Cascadia, and uh, left front tire has got uh, a shaking problem, and uh, brought it into the dealer, wanted them to check out uh, to see about the end play and the wheel bearing, and said it's an alignment problem possibly, uh, exhibiting uh, river wear on the outside edge of the tire. Uh-huh. Okay. 100,000 mi- 100, miles on the truck, a new truck. Now, what brand of tire is it? Yokohama. Yokohama, okay. And it's on the outside shoulder of the tire, or is it on the second rib of the tire? It's uh, it's on the outside in the, okay. on, the driver, on the driver's side. Okay, on the driver's side on the outside. Okay, all right. And rotate? Yeah, when I, <laughs> is, when I apply the brakes also around 40 miles an hour, it gets a vibration of shaking when you brake as well. Your brake drum is off. Shaking going on. Pardon me? And this coming on the left front tire is only on part of the circumference of the tire, not the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's got okay. a wavy, you know, river pattern. Yep. Okay. You've got a brake drum that is off center on probably the left front wheel position. Now, if you have okay. somebody jack it up, 
and you have them spin the tire slow. Just use their fingers and spin it around. It'll probably go partway around, and then you'll feel the brake grab. And then you go partway around, and it'll grab again. Now, when you step on the brake, the steering wheel will chatter left to right. Does that sound right? Yes. Okay. And when it's when it's happening, that one area of the brake is trying to stop the wheel, and then it's rolling, and it's trying to stop it. And that's also causing wear on the outside edge of that tire because it's wiggling back and forth. So yeah, the drum, it's, it's making a, it sounds like on occasion it'll sound like you're on a rumble strip yes, when you apply the yes. brakes. I mean that's yes. The odds are the drum slides onto the hub, and there's a big hole in the middle of the drum that's supposed to fit the piloting of the hub. But if the hole in the okay. drum is just a little a little bit too big. When you slide the drum on, the drum falls. And when you put the wheel on and bolt it off center, it causes all these problems. Okay, so, so it's a, like it an installation, installation error, or is there something defective on the brake drum? Well, yeah, it's tolerance, and there's a way to correct it. If you want, what, you, what I would do, or is this the kind of thing you're going to fix, you're going to make somebody else fix it? Uh, probably make somebody else fix. Okay, here's how you would do it. You jack the truck up on the left side, you spin the tire slow, and yep, I find that brake drag. Okay, cool. That confirms what we got. You turn it to where the brake is dragging the worst. And then you mm-hmm. loosen the bottom, loosen the bottom and the top lug nuts with an impact gun, and then tighten those right. nuts up with your so that it's holding everything together, not real tight. Then right. you loosen up the other eight nuts. So there's eight of them are loose and two of them are just barely holding it together. Then you okay. step on the brake. Step on the brake. The brake shoes will center the drum, and while you hold that, you lock those two nuts in place. When you release the brake, you should be able to turn the tire free now, and when you tighten the rest of the nuts, the drum will stay in the center where it's supposed to be. Make sense? Did we lose you? I don't know. It's really quiet. We lost the background noise, too. Hello. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. We're having a lot of fun with drop calls today. Yeah. Now I know why so many people call in. Yeah, they, call they come in and go out. Okay. Happens. Well, we. I think I know what I the think problem we got was. Everything out. I think I'm right, and I don't care what you think. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's been your modus operandi for years. There you go. All right. Okay. All right. We got a. What time? How long have we been doing this? Uh, way too long. Yeah, but years, what's the time up there? Years. The time oh, up there. Oh, that. Uh, about a little over, almost 40 minutes. 40 minutes. We're doing pretty good. All right. 20 more minutes we got to put up with these people. <laughs> these drop calls. These drop calls. What area code we got? I I should know it. It's 321. 321? I know 123, but I don't know 321. I should know it. You should know it? I don't know what that. Okay, I'm I'm going to go back to the Dominican Republic. That's my favorite place right now. I'll say Minnesota just to throw okay. something out. Go right ahead. Let's see what we got. Hello there. Yeah. Hello, it's Florida. Florida? I'm yeah, Dominican Florida. Re- three, two, one. Three, two, one for the countdown for the space shuttle. Oh, that's out right. Cape that's right. <laughs> yep, three, two, one. So thank you for taking my call. And I have two issues. I have uh-huh. one with my tractor and one with my trailer. Uh-huh. The one with the tractor is I put new tires on here about six months ago, and my front axle, the tires are wearing a whole, like half as much, I mean, more than the, than the rear drives. 
there, even all the way across, but the front set is wearing much quicker. Oh, you're you're you breaking up idea? real bad here. Let me let me am let I? me try and okay. What I think you said, and let's see how close I am. You put right. new tires, and the front drive axle is wearing half as much as the rear drive axle. Well, yeah, the front axle is way down. The rear axle it has more tread. Just the opposite. Now that's that's unusual. Where's your drive? Where's your fifth that's wheel? That's what I thought. What is my fifth wheel? What? Is it slid all the way back or is it forward? It is. It it's in. It's about halfway and it does not move. It is stationary. Okay. All right. Good. Um, second question is: This doesn't happen to be a six by two truck, is it? No. This is an old 2003 Freightliner Columbia. Good. All right. I've never Second, had this problem before at all. What brand of tires are these? Uh, I've got Yokohama 517 uh, MC squared. So they're all Yokohama tires? Yep. Brand new. Yep. Okay. okay. I haven't had this problem with Yokohama. And all four tires on that front axle are wearing the same. Yep but faster than all four on the rear axle, right? Correct, yep. Are you stopped or are you driving? No, I'm driving. Okay. There's something I would like you to do. There okay. is a wear pattern on drive tires called heel and toe. Okay. And if you put your hand on top of the drive tire and slide it, your hand toward the front of the truck, it will normally feel smooth. And as you okay. slide your hand toward the back of the truck, you'll feel sharp edges because the front of the lugs are taller than the rear of the lugs. Okay? Okay. All right. That's a normal result of engine torque. Now, my gut is telling me that something's wrong in your differential, and all the engine torque is going to your front drive axle instead of to both axles. And if that's okay. true... Okay have any heel and toe wear on the rear axle because it's getting no horse any horsepower but you'll have real severe heel and toe wear on the front axle okay all right that makes sense okay i did have the rear i did have the rear differential uh replaced about a year ago and that was before i got the new tires and how long the tires been on now it's about about six months six months yeah. Did you notice rapid wear before these tires were replaced? No, because I was uh, no, I was getting ready to change them anyway, so they were all pretty low to begin with. So you weren't paying attention. So to no, it. Uh, nope, I, I didn't pay that much attention to it because, uh, like I said, they were getting new tires and they were all pretty fairly worn. So okay, okay. well I, I will I will check into that. I will I will check that. That's the only thing that makes sense to me why the front axle would be wearing faster than the rear axle is for some reason it's getting all the horsepower. Right. Either okay. It carry all the weight or it has to carry all the horsepower. Something's happening. Okay. Okay. And my second question is trailer tires. I've got two tires on the front left axle that are wearing two treads in on the inside. They're both like almost bald. Both right on, on the, the inside. inside edges. Correct. Is it got a wheel bearing or the? Or, yeah, it could no. be wheel bearing. They're not cupping; they're just smooth, right? Nope, they're just they're just wearing. Yep, flattening out. Yeah, smoothing. Okay. The, again, we're gonna have you feel the tires. Only instead of okay. feeling it around, 
your hand in and out on those tires and okay. compare how they feel in and out on the other side on the same axle. Now, okay. if the trailer got posted, you hit a curb or something, and you bent the trailer axle, okay? Okay. And let's say the bend occurred on the left front position. You could have three okay. wheel positions, the right front, the right rear, and the left rear, all of them rolling together, and the left front is towed out and it's dragging itself down the road. Okay. If that's the feel it, you'll feel toe-off feathering on the left front, two tires, but there won't be any feathering okay. on the right tire. On the back. That, okay. That tells me we got a bent okay. axle. Okay. Okay, so then uh, how, do, how do you fix that? You just have a new axle put in, or what? How, is that what you shops, do to fix that? There are some shops that are willing to bend axles up to a certain amount, so you need okay. to check for the shops and see who's doing it. And if nobody's willing to bend okay. it, you have to put a new tube in it. Okay. But that's if it's new tube in it. Okay. Now, if you don't okay. feel any feathered wear, if you don't feel any feathered wear, then I'm looking at the wheel bearings. Okay. Okay. Get the wheel bearings. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Okay. All righty. Thank you so much. You give me something to deal with here now. Thank you very much. You have a great day. By the way, call us and let Thanks. us know what you find. Yeah, and because okay, actually right. there's other possibilities. Yeah, we're curious. We'd yeah, there's like other possibilities. Okay. If it's not the bearing and it's not the axle, there's still other possibilities. But those are the high probabilities. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you very much. All right. Bye bye. Florida. Three, two, one. Yeah, three, two, Cape Canaveral. One. Three. They just two, had a terrible incident there this week. They did, but it, yes. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No survivors. <laughs> there was nobody alive to begin with. Don't give me that. <laughs> All right. Well, we got one more. We do have a call. We have one more on the line, and that's uh, we got 15 minutes left. And then I can tell jokes. You can tell jokes. Oh, goody. After we deal with this, uh, the phone area code. Five seven zero. Did we? Five seventy. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, didn't we just have? I think we had a five seventy earlier today. And was it uh, was it that Washington one? Sounds like it. Let's try Washington. Well, right, let's just hear what it has to say because it doesn't come up as the same one. Hello. Hi, this is the five seven zero. This is the guy that was calling earlier. That I lost a call on you with the uh, calling two separate types of loads. Yeah. Doubles. Yeah. 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 Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Right. Okay. Pennsylvania. And we were and you're specking your trailer and your glider truck and you wondered about duels versus super singles. And yeah. when it was all when it was all said and done after we gave you the advice about the tire liner because you'd be going off road into the and, landfill. And you said you're gonna keep your speed down and and I said if if I was gonna buy one, uh it I think and you might ask him, is it cheaper to order the truck with wide base tires than duels? I if think it is. it is. Okay. If it is. If it is, I'd buy it with wide base tires and see how yeah. it goes. Yep. Now how now how would it go with uh, me going into the landfill to begin traction because a lot of times it's extremely muddy. The guys that I'm talking to who are running into landfills with wide base tires and have run in with duels tell me there's really no difference in the way they handle. So the traction is okay. 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 And and if you use the tire liner or if you buy the Duraseal from Goodyear that will seal the punctures, I was in a mining operation, and they had Duraseal tires on them. And, and we asked them, how many flat repairs do you do since you went to Duraseals? And they said, none. I said, what do you mean, none? He said, none. 
He said, come out here and look at these trucks. And we went out, and the truck that he walked up to had at least seven bolts sticking out of the tire. And they were still okay. driving it. Oh, they're fixing them. We just leave them alone. Yeah. Now, if I, if I run the wide base tires on everything, like I said, I'm getting a tandem dolly and uh, trailers that are 48-foot dual mm-hmm. uh, tandems. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be okay with, with the heavy snows of dealing with upstate New York and Erie and all that with the super singles? Yeah, the reports I'm getting from guys up out of Canada that are running them have the same thing. They said it's really not a problem. If you're right. a reasonable driver, it does just fine. I mean, if you got four foot of snow, you shouldn't be on the road anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand that. It's just uh, my, that was my main concern because I've heard a lot of uh, issues going on with guys that were dealing with them in the snow, but I don't know how they drive either. So Yeah, well, if you, I'll tell you what I have heard from guys that run dollies. If you have a dolly with duels on it and you want to try to push it around a corner, it takes about four guys to push it around the corner. Okay? Okay. The, but if you have wide base on it, they said one guy can pick it up and push it around the corner. They turn so much easier with wide base on them than they do with duels. Now, what kind of so speed should I max myself out on with a wide base tires then? 62 to 63 max. Okay. You'd be better off holding around 60 miles an hour. You should get great tire wear. You'll yeah. get better fuel economy. Yeah, better fuel economy. Right? Yep. So. Now, how much weight? Now, you know the setup I got going on. How much weight would I be able to be saving with all those uh, tires Well, compared to having the tools? Here's the numbers that I have heard. And, and weight, to me, is kind of a fiction unless you're hauling something that's really sensitive. If you had steel wheels and dual tires... And you went to aluminum wheels and wide base, you would save a okay. hundred pounds per wheel position. From a trailer to a trailer. Position. Okay. Okay. Yeah. From but if, to the trailer, worst to best, eight hundred pounds. Yeah, but if you, well, he's he's running he's running more wheels than that though. True. Okay. And so the yeah. so the savings over steel is there, but then who gets steel for all the? Well, the difference between aluminum rims with duels. Right. And aluminum rims with wide base is about 60 pounds per position. 60 pounds. Okay. So you say okay. it's either 100 or 60. Yeah, so there's, so there's still, still a weight, weight savings. savings. The problem I have with the weight savings is can you control your cargo weight that closely to know how much you're actually putting on? Right. Okay. Look, yeah, it does money that you're in. The guys that yeah, can do it is the liquid haulers and the fuel haulers. They can control their load down to 100 pounds, and they can carry more load. Yeah. When, when I go pick up the, the load that's going to the landfill, they pack the trailer to whatever they could possibly fit into the trailer. That's what they put in there. Because they normally want 53-footers, and then they got a little more playroom. They can, they can throw an extra three to 5,000 pounds on. But I'm going 48 because I'm running two trailers. They... And the deal I have working with them is beside the point. Um, so right. they can only fit 40,000 pounds onto the trailers. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. really packing these things tight to get them down the road. Yep. And then when I go pick up my second load to come back towards the northeast, I'm not going to be hauling any more than like 16,000, maybe maybe 17,000 per trailer. But okay, that's then- pushing 17. 
I mean, there's times where I'll be home. What you should look into then, and I don't know if this is possible with the people you're specking with, see if it's possible to put some lift axles on. Because when you're coming back empty, if you can reduce the number of axles on the ground, you're going to get better fuel economy and better tire wear out of them. That's what that's what I'm doing. I'm having the, the two trailers, and I'm trying to find out if I could do this with a dolly too. But I'm having the front two axles lift on, on the mm-hmm. trailer. Well, they're putting six by, two, six by two configurations on trucks now, too, with one of the drive axles not being a drive axle, and it just lifts when you don't need it. Yeah, but I, I, I want that extra traction for when I go into the landfills. Oh, yeah, particularly in the landfill. Okay, so forget about that. You want a six by four, not a six by two. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, that's what I'm going to say. Because I've seen a guy go into the landfill with that kind of configuration, and he got one quarter of the way in, and they literally had to mm-hmm. pull him around like a rag gal just to get him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that right. sounds fair to me. Um, now, for the rears on the truck, um, what's the best setup I can run for gear-wise, not for gear-wise, but to be able to lock everything in? Because I want, I want to try to be able to lock in all four tires if I run super singles. I want to be able to run all four, lock all four tires instead of just one and one. Right. There, there is a drive axle that will do that. You'll have to check with the manufacturers. Okay. But, but there is. But there is. I see them in okay. logging operations. Okay. Uh, and coal, like and said, coal I'm, haulers. I'm, out every, I'm sorry? And coal haulers. So I've seen them back there with, with uh, not only a locking differential, but a positive track. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you very much. Buddy, you have a good day. Thanks for calling. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. We had two more people calling because they don't yes. want me telling jokes. <laughs> Smart. Smart. <laughs> okay. What a phone area code uh, we got? 214. 214. 214. Dallas. Okay. I don't know about Dallas, but I'll call Texas. Uh, hey there. Hello New there. New Zealand. New Zealand. Dallas. New Zealand. <laughs> Somebody yeah, way you, out there. All right. You call it. You you called me Australian the other week. God damn it! <laughs> that, What's up, bud? That um, that that tire liner. How do they put that in the tires? Is it sprayed in, or pump it in the valve stem, or chuck a bag in when they mount it, or what? They're pumping it in through the valve stem. It's a very it's a very thin liquid. It's got some fibers in it. They're also looking at right now because of requests from people down here in the states to putting it in bags so that you just throw the bag in the tire, but those aren't currently available. Right now you buy it in a, oh, okay. on a barrel and you pump it right into the tire. Oh, okay. I've and had then, several uh, people. Just, just a comment about the guy that's got his front drive axle wearing out. He said he had a, he had a rear end replaced. Yeah. Maybe they put a slightly different ratio, and maybe it went from 358 to 355. Yeah. Yeah, they could have stuck in the wrong diff, or they could have made a mistake and did something wrong with the gearing through the power divider, so it's always being forced into the front. But I say yeah. there's something wrong in the drive lines. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. There you have it. That's all I got. Thank you, much. Thank you, sir. You have Thanks a good time. Okay, bye. bye. New Zealand. Oh, it's Dallas. <laughs> I know 214. All right. Okay. And 203. 
203. That's not the same as 312. No, it's, and this is not 213 either. That's downtown LA. Okay. So which one do you want? Uh, uh, Texas. I'm going to New York again. All right. Hello, New York. Mike, Mike you were close. Connecticut. Connecticut. See, I knew it was up in the Northeast. <laughs> What's up, close. buddy? Uh, hey, guys. Thank you for the show. Uh, thank you for giving me a laugh every night when I listen to you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so my question tonight is, um, what is uh, a temperature Consider to be an acceptable temperature on your tires when you're running them down the road. The reason why I ask is I have the TST um, uh, monitors, and I'm seeing temperatures ranging between 100 and 120 on the tires. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just don't know what temperature I'm going to start to see failure. Okay. All right. Let's talk about temperature then. The temperature increases based on the flex that occurs in the sidewall and Mm -hmm. the speed you're operating at, which means how many times it flexes per minute. And it's controlled by the cool air going by the outside of the tire, taking some of the heat off. And at some point, you're going to reach an equilibrium where the temperature will just rise and then it'll stabilize. You're seeing 110 to 125 degrees in your tire. Right. I've had reports from guys running across West Texas when it's 110 degrees outside and they're getting temperatures in their tires of 160 and 170 degrees. Wow. Yeah, so 120, that's nothing. And what, what is it? There was a blowout temperature, wasn't there? No. There's a blowout pressure, but there's no blowout temperature that we've been able to find. Now, it, the hotter the tires run the softer the rubber becomes and the easier it comes off, okay? Okay. Also, the yep. hotter the tire, the more it degrades the internal structure and the bonding between the steel belts and cables and the rubber. So eventually you'll cook the tire and it'll come off like chicken off of a bone. Right. Now, how do we right. control it? Yeah, if you're worried about too high a temperature, there's two things you do in order to reduce temperature. One is you Can slow I guess? down. And the other is you add pressure. Oh, well, that's what I, my guess was, add pressure. Because Mike always says, no matter what, add pressure. Mm-hmm. More pressure, yeah. No, never been a problem with But at pressure. 120 degrees, I'm not even worried about it. You're, you're so far down on my concern list at 120 degrees, I'm not, I'm not even going to talk to you. Right. <laughs> so just hang up on me then. <laughs> what pressure are you running your steer tires at? Uh, I'm running them at 120. Good. And the sidewall probably says 110, right? The sidewall says. You know why? Well, I listen to Mike. But but if you've got H-rated or 16-ply tires instead of 14-ply tires. I do. I do have H-rated. You have H? All right. You see, on a 14-ply tire, it says 110 on the side, and I want 120. But if you have an H-rated or 16-ply tire... It will say 120, yeah. I want 130. Okay, so I should knock them up another 10. Yes, kick them up another 10. Okay? Okay, I'll bring them up another 10. Thank you, sir. Perfect, buddy. All right. You have yourself a good day then. All right. Oh, uh, you too. All right, bye-bye. All right, well, we got one more caller, and we'll run over to get him. 
Yeah. Uh, and he's also in 561. I think this is the guy from Washington State that we... Or was he the guy from New York? Well, I can't remember. Somebody well, let's find out. Let's let's see what he's got. All right. Hello there. Can you hear me now? Hi. Yes. Hi there. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. Hey. <laughs> what can you... Um, I'm calling on behalf of my boyfriend. He's actually out on the road right now, but he just bought a... Uh, 98 Volvo that's got 24.5 tires, and they're all position tires. Uh, The two in the front are BF Goodrich, and the ones in the back are just a mix of Daewoo's and some other Roadmaster uh, brands. And Uh the the title on them is still pretty decent. Now, he asked, he wanted me to find out on his behalf, um, he wants to at least on with Landstar, and Landstar we hear is putting uh, low-pro 22s on all their trailers. And he's wondering, um, he can't really, he he doesn't want to go through the cost of, um, you know, buying all new 22 low-pros right now um, with the startup costs. How is it going to affect his mileage and the wear on his tires, you know, with that kind of difference on the trailer? Oh, the trailer won't affect the truck at all. No. Okay. You could run you could run twenty two fives on the trailer and twenty four fives on the truck. All it's going to do is when you hook up to the trailer, the trailer's going to set uphill a little bit. The front of it will be a little higher than the rear, but it won't affect your tire wear or anything on the tractor at all. It'll be no big deal. And the seven mile per gallon, it shouldn't affect that either. I'm sorry. Should I don't deal with. I don't deal with mile per gallon. That's not something that's in my my bailiwick. Yeah, but. The rotation of the of a twenty four five versus a twenty two five tire on a trailer. Just, no, just... the rotation is not what I'm going to be concerned about. The the concern I'll have is if the front end of the trailer is three inches higher than the rear end of the trailer, how will that affect the aerodynamics? And I really don't know. No, that's not really where we can. Yeah, that's but, not something I okay. deal with. Yeah, the tires themselves aren't causing the problem. Maybe the body of the trailer. Yeah, but it's it's not going to affect the run of the truck. It's not going to affect the alignment. It's not going to affect the tire wear. It's no big deal as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Great. And and um, are there any? Do you have any advice on the limitations of where he probably shouldn't run in the summer with all position? Um, he's going to be doing. Yeah. Um, you know, on the load board, he'll probably be able to pick anywhere. Um, he's originated. He's going to be originating out of Florida, but if he wants, somebody told him he probably doesn't want to run uh, North Carolina, Tennessee Mountain with those all positions. Well, the all position tire, you, you're really talking about a steer tire in all the positions, right? Right. Because yeah, it's okay. I have no problem with steer tires in all positions because they give it a better rolling resistance than a lug tire. Hello there. Uh, we're back. We got cut okay. off that time. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't have a problem with all position tires. In fact, there's some large fleets that are running all position tires in every position because of the fuel economy savings and because of the simplicity of having a single brand or model of tire available. Now, in really snowy, messy, ugly wear, weather, or if you're going off-road into the mud, the steer tire won't give you enough traction. Okay, but some of the big fleets that have been in this have just said, when the weather's that bad, we want you to park anyway. This is Landstar. They're not likely to right. no. put you in. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't worry about it personally. I'd just go ahead and run them. Okay, great. 
Thank you All very right. much. All right. Thanks. And, and Bye, guys. What state were you calling from? Florida. 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 Okay, very good. We'll mark right. that down. Thanks Thank you very time. much. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, mark it down, Florida. Florida, mark it down, Florida. Let's get to the question. Okay, what's the area? 602. 602. Uh, 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 Phoenix. Sir. (laughs) Hello? Yes. Phoenix? Sure can. Phoenix, Arizona. I remembered that one. Something's sticking in my head. (laughs) It was me the last time, probably. Hey, I've got one truck. I've got one truck that's... It's got outside wear on the passenger side, and on the driver's side, one rib in. On the inside of the first rib, it's got some wear starting there. Sounds like your drive axle's out of alignment. Yep. Okay. When you get out, if outside... You're, if you're in Phoenix, I'd take it to Arizona Laser. I'd go to Arizona Laser alignment out. They're in, they're in the book. Dave, they're on our website. Dave? Dave? Yeah. Yeah. I know him. Call you. <laughs> I'd have him. Yeah, I'm bringing it to him. I should help you out, okay? All right. Appreciate it right. very much. Thank you. You bet. Have a good day. Thanks for calling. Yep. All right. Okay. Phoenix. And two Phoenix. more. Yeah, that was Phoenix. Phoenix. This one is 801. 801? Yeah. 801. California. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Hello there. there. Hello. Hello. Can you Hello? hear me now? Here, you there? <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm here. Are you there? Eight oh one. Yep. Yep. Where yeah, are you calling that? from? Oh, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. That hey, was it. Right? I was just in Salt Lake. That's why I was remembered. Anyway, what can we do you for? <laughs> I pretty much got the same problem as the last caller. I got passenger side, outside rib. Driver's side, inside rib. The wave is smooth, is smooth straight across the tire, but then that right there on that one rib is yeah. wavy, wavy around the yep. tire. Yeah, you need an alignment. What brand of truck is it? It's uh, Peterbilt 387. 387. Okay. okay. And, and, if, and how long has it taken to get this tire wear? It took about, since I started, since I first noticed it, between... Good and bad, I'd probably say about fifteen hundred miles. Yeah, but how many miles are on the tr- on the tires? Oh, on the tires themselves. Yeah. Oh, I, I have to look at it. It's got a. Uh, that's not going to take a while. That's not Okay, get. now Peterbilt does it. The Peterbilt rear suspension has the big curved springs on it. Yeah, airbags. Yeah, yep. yeah airbags, but in front of the axle is a big curved spring sticking out in front of the axle. Does this one have that one yeah. or is this another? That? Yeah, it has that one. Okay. You you need to have an alignment. I'm going to suggest you go to the uh, GCR Tire Center there in uh, West Valley City and because I just trained those guys and have them take a look at it. And they're going to check the U-bolts on that suspension because that, that model suspension, the U-bolts get loose on and it'll walk around and then you have a tire wear problem. Okay, so what was it, name of GCR? GCR. GCR. Okay, sounds good. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we got one, one more. Last, Let's see. One last one here, 803. 803. Nope, wrong one. Sorry. 803. 803. Is this California? Uh, no, this is South Carolina. 
Carolina. <laughs> you see, we just had 801. It was Salt Lake City. I said, by the time you get over to California, it'll be 803. There you go. Ah, South okay. All right. What's well, up, buddy? There are three in South Carolina, but that's the original one. That's central okay. South Carolina now. But anyway, um, I have a Great Dane trailer, and uh, I believe it's got the larger, like the six-inch tubes underneath it for axles, the light-duty suspension, I guess they call it. Yep. And I have a horrendous problem with inside rib yep. wear on those axles. Yep. And I... Mm-hmm. Is there anything at all that can be done to fix that? You're willing to go outside the box. Yep. Are you willing to sure. take a risk? Okay. I've done a lot of things. Find, find a good welder, a guy that knows what he's doing. You want some inch and a half angle iron. You want to cut strips of angle iron to sit on top of the axles between the suspension brackets. There'll be two long pieces then, one for each axle. And then two short pieces on each axle outboard of the suspension to the backing. And you want to tack those on to stiffen up the axle so it's not flexing. Hmm. Now, how many so, pounds of metal do you suppose that is that you would about, add? You're going to put about 25 pounds on. 25 pounds yep. of, of angle iron added to the suspension, which is roughly the difference. No, they took 10 pounds out. They took 10 pounds out. But we have to put 25, 25 pounds in pounds in order to stiffen it up. Yeah, this this wide diameter axle is 10 pounds lighter than the narrower, thicker axle that they're replacing it with. 10 pounds you lost, in, in, or, or you gained, I suppose you could say. But uh, it's costing you tire wear, and it costs 25 pounds to fix it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, my... I've, do you have any pictures or anything of any place where that's been done so that I know exactly what where you're talking about having them mounted? I've, I've, nobody has given me pictures of doing it. People have told me they did it, and it worked. Right. Okay, okay so right on top of the axle, and then, yeah, like, just, if you're looking at the end of the axle from the driver's side, with like, about the 3 o'clock position? Yeah, 12 sure. o'clock, set them right on top, and just tack weld them on. You don't weld them solid, because that'll warp the tube. And a good welder okay. guy will know how to do it. And you just put little one-inch tacks on them, or half-inch tacks, just to hold it in place, and it'll stiffen the axle up so it doesn't flex. How far apart yeah. should you tack it? Pardon? How far apart should it be tacked on? Uh, that Let the welder tell you. Oh, okay. All right. So You, you, want, a, you want a good welder. You want somebody who knows what he's doing, because he's welding a thick piece of steel to a thin axle. Right. Right. You, okay. you said at 12 o'clock and then again at what position? Just set them all, all the way, way across, across the on top at 12 o'clock. And both inboard and outboard of the suspension. I got the, ax- okay. the axle ends are flexing, too, so you got to stiffen that up, too. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking maybe okay. I, if I went to a different shock or something, a, a, instead of the OEM shock, maybe a better shock. Doesn't help at all. We've tried all no. kinds of stuff. You've got to stop yeah. the axle from flexing. The lady that was calling earlier about the running the um, the uh, steer tires on all position, I've been doing that yep. now. I listened to Kevin for about eight or nine years, and I've been doing that since he first started talking about it. And I'm really happy with it. And I run from South Carolina over to Texas, up into the Dakotas all winter long, uh, back over into Wisconsin and Minnesota. And, you know, I'm up in Detroit what? now, but it's not, you know, but. Weather does not affect me, and I haven't chained up more than 
two or three times in three or four years. So it's it's almost non-existent that you have problems. Again, it's always yeah, I've heard of people saying the same thing that yeah. uh, the, the the rib tires are not a that you don't need lugs if That's you if you just drive. not a big issue. I thank you for calling, buddy. We got one more call we want to get to. You have a good day. All right. right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. What do we got here? One more. Uh, 216. 216. Uh, Jamaica. Sir. Uh, I'll go with Texas. Texas. All right. Hello there. 216. Can you hear me now? Hello. I think he's in the middle of something. I'm just. Yeah, I think we're going to Okay, all right. All right. Well, folks, we've had a good evening. We had lost a few calls. We gained a few calls. We really appreciate your attention. We'll try this again next Sunday, which will July be July 5th. the 5th, unless we're both too drunk to get to the office. Yes, and, or blinded or wounded by a fireworks. Yeah, fireworks. Oh, yeah, we were going to use the we we're going to use those scrap tires as the mortar Scrap tires from mortar, yeah. So if you don't hear from us, uh, <laughs> have a good day. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.